just another sex. Just another day. Just another day. Just another day. Dilsey, I don't know if I've ever heard of Dilsey before. What is, what is Dilsey about? That's Jay-Z, boy. Uh, no, up top, as you call it. I only drink that because my the guys like to order it whenever we get a section. So, I mean, what is it? Is it, is it Kanye? Yeah, it's Kanye. It's a Kanye. Mm, how would you compare it to Hennessy? I prefer Hennessy. That's what I'm talking about, I prefer that Hennessy. <laughs> That's what I'm mm. talking about, Hennessy and pineapple. Or I would do Hennessy and pineapple or Hennessy and ginger ale. Mm. That hand and pineapple oh, is hitting, boy. Yeah, that hand and pineapple can get you, though. It does, because it creep up on there you. There it is. Well, I see we hit the record button, so welcome to All Over. It's your boy, Larry Jr. Funny. We got D. Terry Sean, Dr. Lovejoy, and this episode is all about the homie, Crank Man on Deck. Frank Man, let the people know the title of this CD dropping on July 15th. So look, it ain't it ain't got to be all about me, but we can talk about Yay. it. Yay! Um, the album is called What's Next. It's dropping July 15th. Pre-order start July 8th. And if you pre-order, you can hear one of the songs early. Oh, shit. Well, you so, know how do people pre-order? Not these exclusive drops. Ew. Look, man, look, I'm trying to grow. You can pre-order whatever you listen to. If you listen to Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music, you can pre-order on any any streaming service that you frequent. And it's going to be on the 8th, so that's a week before it officially launched. Right. So you can, you can catch is. a vibe prior to the actual album. This thing going to be, a, you know, dripping with some talent because your hair's so long. Look, I'm Jay Z in it right now. No, that's right. <laughs> no haircut to the to the project come out. You feel? Hey, it takes me. There it is. Is that why you went in a three D dark back there? No, nah, now nah, when the, when the, when the project come out, I'm gonna get a haircut like Larry Jr. Funny. <laughs> oh yeah, I be in the bathroom with the mirror trying to get that thing right. <laughs> So, uh, so Craig, man, give us a little bit of background on this project. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this is your second album, right? right. All right. So, tell us a little bit about the first album, um, and then go into uh, how that first album slingshot you to your second joint. So, the the first album was called "Why Not." The whole premise of it is, is like if you following your dream, like why not do it? If you work in the nine to five and you want to be a a director, a comedian, a clothing designer, a rapper, a producer, whatever, why not do it? The second album is called What's Next because after you do what you wanted to do, what's the next step? Like every question or every moment in your life, that's the question. What's the next step? When you dating somebody, when you get the job you've always wanted, when you quit your job to follow your dream, yes. what's the next step? <laughs> Is there, love is. On this, is there love on this album? <laughs> this is a, I consider this my Drake Take Care album because for me, this is my after a breakup album. So I didn't intend on it to have a bunch of love stuff, but it's definitely more R&B than the first album. Okay. 
I was just trying to see if you know you weren't supposed to be talking to somebody. I was trying to see if you broke that code or not. But I see uh, the, the, the code has not been broken. That had to be tough. That had to be tough during quarantine. I'm proud of you. Hey, it's it's not tough with the quarantine, but it's tough with the liqueur. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so let me let me get this right. So the more you drink, the more you think about it. I wouldn't say the more I drink, the more I think about her, but the more you drink, the more you be like, damn, I could text this person and we already have a relationship rather than text this person and we got to build the relationship. Mm. Love Joy, yeah. what you think about that, Love Joy? I think it's absolutely true. Uh, <laughs> absolutely true. And I'm proud of you, 92. If you have not reached out, um, that's that's really good. That's some serious strength you say and if? willpower. Why you say if? Why you don't believe that, man? <laughs> she did. She did. Um, she did. That's my gangster. Um, because I just wonder, I'm just wondering the levels to it. Like, so have you picked up your phone and started to text and then deleted it or no? 100%. 100%. Very good. So wait a minute. And you, and wait you a minute. So you sent her three dots before. She's gotten a few three dots. No, if you haven't taken a while, you don't get the three dots until that message goes. That message. You feel me? You feel? You uh, only know about the three dots three if you're already looking at the message. If you're not yeah, looking you at the message, you don't know about that. Same time. Right. Yeah. Good job. That's really, really, really good. So tell me what happened after you decided not to hit send. Did you go write some music? Well, well, I have a habit of, I, I don't believe in not typing out what I want to say. I think that okay. causes a problem. So I'll type out what I want to say and then read it mm -hmm. aloud to myself. And okay. I'll be like, okay, this is not the big, this is not the best thing for me. As far as music, I didn't intentionally write songs about that relationship. There are songs on the album about it that subconsciously came out, but I didn't intentionally say, I'm going to write this song about this girl. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So when she listens to it, is she going to be like, damn, he's talking about me? 100%. Oh, wow. Really? 100%? 100%. No hesitation. But, but I think that's, that's not based on me. That's based off people. Like there, okay. there, there would probably be people that listen to songs that I've had relations with at some point in my life that may feel like these songs are about them, and they're not. The, none of the songs on the album are specifically about anybody. anybody. But I can one hundred percent see her listening to it and saying, "Oh, this was based off our relationship." So you uh, really went Drake on us. You, you really, you really, but, really did go Drake on us. I, I don't even think you realize how Drake I went. Like, when you hear it, you go like, oh, this nigga Drake and Drake. <laughs> so, in the effort not to be old, what the hell does that mean he went Drake on this album? What does that mean? So, you know, not that I can quote Drake really well, 92, I'm sure you got my back, but he, he has a song where he says not to be confused. Like, this song is about you, or this song is, like, what did he say, 92? He said something, basically, like, this song ain't about you, but you know this shit is about you, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, look, so, <laughs> Drake, Drake and Driving, basically, you know, I was very, uh, 
insightful on this album. This album is very much uh, digging into my emotions and digging into my thoughts and feelings on a lot of things. And it was my way of putting that out there subconsciously without knowing that that's what I was doing. I didn't realize that till I finished the album. Very good. I was like, damn, some of this stuff is my inner, my inner turmoil, I guess you could say. Hmm. I think that's just a part of the creative process. Yeah, I think that's a part of the creative process. I don't think that you can, well, if you're, it just depends on how in tune you are. So I don't say, I won't say you can't, but typically as a creative, you are birthing out whatever you're dealing with, Mm -hmm. feeling, going through, experiencing at that time. So it's kind of to separate the two unless you've already dealt with it. That's facts. Because I I can, I, I see myself. Like, I'll write a song, and then I'll wait, and I'll go back and listen to it, and I'll be like, dang, I slipped a line in there that I didn't intend to slip in there. Mm-hmm. You know, so. <laughs> you, you slipped a little bit in there? Lift a you little, put it, the head in, you put the tip in? <laughs> look, hey, folks, folks getting pregnant on the album, with <laughs> and didn't mean to, you feel me? <laughs> All right, so give, give us the name of the album again where people can catch it. What's Next is the name of the album. Two question marks, because it's the second one. This is going to be a trilogy, by the way. I'm going to drop one more in this trilogy, and then I'm moving on from this area of my life. But they can get it anywhere. YouTube, anywhere you listen to music, this album is going to be on. Okay, so what's next? Two question marks, and it's under Young C.O.D.? It's gonna be under on the on the internet on the interwebs. It's gonna be under Crank Man on Deck. You type in Crank gotcha. Man on Deck, you are gonna see all of my catalogs there. Gotcha. Okay. All right, Crank, Crank Man. man so let's dive into let's, let's let's dive into what's next a little bit here. Um. So, how many tracks do we got on the album? Ten tracks. There are gonna be five rap tracks and five R and B tracks. Oh. Okay, so let's take this. So what I want is a little background on these tracks. So what's the first joint you're gonna hit everybody with? The first one on the album, and why well, is I, that the first one? I, I I'll give you the concept. So the first song of the album is the West Next intro, which is me rapping because I told myself and I told a lot of people in my circle that I would rap more on this album because I really don't want to, but. You know, the people around me want to, so I, I would do it more. Yes, we won't. We won't <laughs> more crank man. So the intro is the only song that's not a part of the story in the album. The intro plays is hype, is lit, it's just to get you my concept for the intro was to say as many quotable lines as I could say. I want you to listen to the song and have at least three lines that you walk away saying. Like not 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 mm. rapidly rap, but just you be like, I can't believe this nigga just said that. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of my lines is, if her credit score is low, then she basic. Say like, that one more time. If her credit score is low, then she basic. Oh, my. Okay. Terry Shaw. Terry Shaw. Terry Shaw, if her credit score is low, she basic. <laughs> what does that line mean to you, Terry Shaw? Oh, and doesn't apply, so I'm okay. <laughs> but this <laughs> felt like you stepped on somebody's toes real quick. A lot of toes. In the intro. In the intro. Somebody gonna be sitting around like, I know I shouldn't have told him my credit score. Like right there. <laughs> you got her feeling. Crank, man. Crank, how low a credit score 
what we talk about. We talk about 600, 500, sub-500. Look, 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 look. What we talk about. That's that's that that's the greatness of the line. There's no need to be specific. If you hear that and you feel like your credit score low, then that's up to you. <laughs> I'm not giving no numbers. Oh man. So Terry Sean, help your boy out. Terry Sean, what is a basic chick? I don't know that I would rec I don't know if I would categorize women as basic and whatnot. I just think there are different calibers of women. Um, just like you have your females, women, and then you have ladies. So I don't. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You said the word females. I thought we were supposed to say female. You're not supposed to, which is why I don't like it. I'm confused. Um, But I don't want to label someone as basic because I think that those parameters are put in the hands of the person that is searching for a particular person because everybody's standards are different. Lovejoy, what is a basic chick or basic or basic dude to you? Using brain cells. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's blowing it up. <laughs> because like, you know, like Terry said, it's such a loaded question. Um, That's why it's a great fucking line, COD. Shit, it, it is. It is a great line. I think he did step on a lot of toes. Um, but I, I think again, it, it falls, it, it depends on what you're comparing it to. Like I look at one of my friends and she's always, you know, she got the weave and she got her lashes and she got her eyebrows and she got all of her and shit compared to her, my ass is pretty fucking basic. Okay. Because I'm not doing all of that. I'm, I'm just, I'm not, um, you're going to get a cute little short haircut from me and some lip gloss. And some nails, you're not gonna get lashes, you're not gonna get brows, and so But you are basic. gonna get head on your birthday. Head on your birthday is why you are not basic. Okay. You will get and- head on your birthday. And so I think being basic kinda has different levels to it. Cause yeah, she might be super, super cute on the surface, but then you pull her panties down and she ain't had a wax in years or her mm. toenail polish Sorry, is, is chipped off. Oh, I never can get all the hair out. I never can. So here's the thing. If you go above and beyond to make sure the outer appearance is it, everything needs to be on the same level. That's just my input. If Yeah, but Terry, you know, you have seen girls who look freaking amazing on social media and then you see them face to face and it's like your toes have not been polished. Like your toenail polish is chipping. Like to me that's a pretty basic that is that's something that's so simple. But when I see girls that don't take care of their nails, like you got missing polish, I tell my kids, it's either all or nothing. It's it, it is all or nothing. Yeah. Um so when I see stuff like that, I'm like, Oh, you all fabulous. Oh, you you got all this going on. But you still pretty basic, boo. Cause yeah, no, your your no. fingernail polish is chipped. I just feel like you're dirty if I see your nail polish consistently. <laughs> let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because in my mind, and I, and I, I put this on my mom. When I used to do my nail, she was like, if you want polish on, you have to keep it done or you can't wear it. So I used to paint my nails through every three days just to make sure my mom would not tell me I could not wear it. That's one. That's before I started going to get them done professionally i used to make sure they were done but if you can sit there and supposedly bathe and see that nail polish chip and do nothing about it 
You ain't clean. You 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 not gonna tell me you washed your face, you washed your body, and just looked at that nail polish. I'm like, it's okay, especially when it's grown out. When I see that grow out and polish, oh, grow- oh my god! If I see your nails and you have surpassed the two week appointment. And you just keep living life like it's okay. And that <laughs> acrylic is all the way at the end, like it's a separate nail. Like I can, no, no. And I don't understand how men overlook stuff like that. To me, and I've had good ones. You look, I'm, I don't care how. Ugh, what are you looking at their nails? You should let be. Me. Because let me tell you an indication. If them nails are dirty mm. and not taken care of, there are some other steps she's skipping, okay? Would yeah, like her credit score. Little... That shit not yeah. high if her nails not taken care of. I'm telling you right now. that. What you already <laughs> did is that little wash-off body. She went in the sink, gave you a little wash-off, told you she took a shower, okay? That's what you're dealing with. Full circle. Don't knock Damn. the wash-off. Don't, don't, don't knock off the whole bath, okay? Because whole baths are important, so... You know, y'all keep, y'all keep taking your whole bath. Make sure you get a real bath in there, too. I just want don't discredit the whole bath. I just have one question. When is that necessary? When is it necessary? Ooh. Yeah. Let me, before let me you get ask. home. Now, let me before ask you something. Before you get home, stop by QT and no, get no, your no. whole bath. Hey. This is why I'm asking the question. Because if you have time to stop at that sink and try to, you know, pretend wash up, you could have jumped right in the shower and did a full wash down. So when is a good... You can't come home and jump right in the shower without getting interrogated, just so you know. Does the the whole bath correlate to the FICO score is what I'm trying to ask y'all now. It does not. It does not because (laughs) because the smartest of women know how to do a proper whole bath, okay? Mm. So, I, just, I just want to know why or, or when is it a good idea to do that instead of a full shower? It's a good idea to do a whole bath. Let's say you're going on a long distance trip and you know that the guy that you're about to see or the lover that you're about to see loves to devour you like as soon as they see you. But uh-huh. you don't have time. So you've been in the car. Let's just say it's a short ride. Let's just say you've been in the car for two hours. But you've been sitting. It's been marinating. It's hot outside. Your thighs might be rubbing together. So you know that as soon as he sees you, he's going to slide that dress and the panties to the side. So right when you get to your destination, if it's a hotel, you need to stop in the bathroom in the hotel lobby. You should always have an extra pair of panties. So you take off the ones that you have, you get your little wipes that you have, and you clean it up in the hotel lobby before you go upstairs. Or if there is no hotel, if you're going to his house and you stop at your local Walmart or you, some, somewhere where you feel comfortable, and you, you get your whole bath in. Please. Please. And this is a time where you can use the handicap stall that has the sink inside of the stall so you can get your leg up on that sink real good and get in there real good. I and just it's okay. So many times. Okay. I understand. <laughs> I did. I literally cringed because I understand. I understand. I'm just going to take a full shower. But I understand that there may be situations where you may not be able to. But I will hope that you can take a two-hour or six-hour ride and everything still be good. Because if that means you can't make it through your work day without it being good. But that's okay. Because some of us are different. I'm just- well, Craig, man, if we start like this on the intro, take us to the, to the, to the, to the yeah. first track, bro. What's the first track working with on what's so, next? So. <laughs> this is hilarious. Um, so the track, the, the album is broken down into three parts. The party, no, the before the party, the party, and after the party. Did so Jonesy do this? 
Wait a minute. Uh, Ain't this a Jodeci thing? It's, it is a Jodeci thing. It is a Jodeci oh, thing. Oh, I got it. <laughs> so, you know, there there are certain things that, so before the party, you have a, it, the entire album is a, is a relationship story. So before the album, you have the breakup, the middle of the album, you have the, I guess you can consider it the fight where it's just lit. And then the, the latter part of the album, you have the makeup. Okay. So, okay. So we at the, we at the, at the beginning of the album, we done broke up. That's where right. we at. Right. And so the first, what's the name of the first track? The first track after the intro is called Waste No Time. Oh, okay. So you got a name for the intro? <laughs> you didn't it's waste just, no time. It's just, it's just What's Next Intro. I ain't, I ain't feel like putting so no the name So the name of the it. intro is What's Next Intro. Yeah. And this is where is. <laughs> a low FICO score makes you basic. That's yeah. where we starting. Yeah. So after yeah. we start the intro, what's the first track? Waste No Time featuring Jay Muse, the artist. Tell us a little bit about Jay Muse. So Jay Muse was on the first track, uh, the song, I mean, the first album, her song was Seductive, which was one of that the- That was a good joint. Out. I like that Seductive. Was a, that, that was, was a tight. good track. It so was tight, waste, sir. Waste No Time samples the So Sick song. He had, I mean, Terry has heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Terry has heard that song. Uh, it samples a Neo So Sick, and it's about girls telling niggas, like, you wasting my time, you know, all this time we spent together, all the love I've given you, and you just wasting my time. So that's the concept of the first show. Mm. So, Lovejoy, wasting my time. Do you feel like home, you feel like brothers waste more time or sisters waste more time? Who, the, who are the biggest time wasters, Lovejoy? I think a lot of time, well, hmm. So oh. I can't answer that question straight mm. out like that. Oh, um, but you lean in like you can. You lean in like you can answer that question. Right. No, no, because I was about to go with the, the basic answer that men waste more time because they lie so fucking much. Yeah. But um, I think women, I think women waste time with, without, because they don't tell their truth up front either. So I think both of them waste a lot of time because nobody's being honest. Well, now I'm not going to say nobody. Very few people are being honest and, and asking for what it is that they require or letting people know what it is that they require up front. Um, so a lot of people waste time because you take people's choices away from them. And then once they realize it, then you guys both have wasted time when you could have just told me, you know, I want, I want to fuck two bitches or, you know, I ain't really ready to settle down or, you know, whatever it is up front and then allow me to make that choice on whether or not I want to continue with you instead of me finding out a year later. And now you've taken my choice away from me and I feel like I got to walk away. What's the name of the track again, Craigman? Waste No Time. Waste No Time. Uh-huh. Terry, when you hear like waste it. no time when it comes to relationships, what's the first thing that hits your mind? I you hear like waste his, no time. His approach is completely different. I feel like he means he wasted no time to move on. But that's the thing. That's that's what I'm taking from it is that he wasted no time to make, all right, this is over. Let me see what else is out there. Because I'm assuming he went straight to the club with this one. So he went around and he went looking as soon as he realized that what was is no longer is. Myself, I don't believe in wasting time. I try to make, um, and of course, it's not perfect. I try to make my requests known up front um, because I'm not giving you that much time to, to be around if you're not meeting my needs. So 
What kind of requests do you make up front? Mm, basic stuff, depending on like uh, honesty. Tell me how you really feel. Um, and if those feelings change, notify me. <laughs> um, let's see. I am not into the game playing, so I try to make that very clear. And I'm also not interested in someone who don't know what they want. Not every little detail needs to be known, but when you have a lot of I don't knows and gray areas, that's a turn off to me. Mm. It doesn't have your your what you want doesn't have to necessarily agree with every single thing that I want, but you at least need to know what it is. Mm-hmm. So Crank Man, break down that song for us. Um, so, break down. You already said the beat a little bit. Uh, why why did this one make the why did this one make the cut for you, and why did you put it at number one? So I'm a, I'm a, well number two. This is number two, but this is okay. the first well, song. Okay, why I count the intro as one? Right. Okay. We ain't even well, got no real title for that one. I, I can see where Terry is coming from. I do, uh, do want to say that I'm not on every song on this album. So let me, let me premise that by saying this is an album where I produced and or writ, wrote every song on the album, but I'm not okay. rapping on every song on the album. So okay. this, the perspective of this song is from a woman's perspective, and it is from a woman telling a guy that, you are wait. You have been wasting my time because I've loved you for this long, and we are not on the same page at this point, which is where I thought we would be at this moment. So, did this happen to you? Is this a true story? Uh, I think everything in on this album comes from a, a, a reality. <laughs> that is a Damn, you a politician on that shit. <laughs> every, every joke has some truth in it, right? All the good ones do. All the good ones do. You don't need nothing. So after we finish with Waste No Time, what do you take us? She don't need nothing. But, uh... If she do, I got what she need. Hello. Whatever you need. Hello. Somebody ain't wasting no time. Wasting no time. <laughs> wasting no time. Thank you. Come here. I can see a girl in the time, though, to be honest. If she we love you, too. <laughs> I whispered that. You need, yeah, to, learn, you need to learn lower I whispers. I told y'all, I'm literally sitting in the car at the cookout. Like, Sitting in the car. So, so there was a bone. So there was a bone. Was... Right. Yes. I, I, was, I was definitely eating. And now I got my, my, my little, my drink, my party cup drink. Ooh, shit. <laughs> what you drinking? <laughs> got the lights on it? <laughs> I have no idea what this, I have no idea what's in here. That's when you know you know. live. Fuck it. Pull it up. Mm. Wish I can get a sip. So, Crank Man, take us to the next track. So the track number three is called Time to Waste, and it bounces off of Waste No Time. Oh. Mm. Wait, is this a male or a female perspective? Now, Time to Waste is the male perspective. Okay, so what's the oh, male yeah, perspective? I, I have nothing but Time to Waste. I can, I can see that. And that's 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 it. So Time to Waste samples Waste No Time. It literally samples that song. And I thought about how when men and women debate one of us is going to pick one thing, right? 
So she has this three minute long song expressing her emotions. And the only thing the guy took was you saying I'm wasting your time, right? So exactly. since you're saying I'm wasting your time and you have now left me at this point in the album, well, I guess I got time to waste. So guess what? Uh, you're not going nowhere because I got time to waste. And if you do go somewhere, I'm going out tonight and I'm going to have fun with my boys because, cause, you know, you're not wasting your time and I got time to waste. We're going to turn up. And- oh, my gosh. That is such a... Okay. Nope. I'm going to keep that together. That is such a hey, what? That's that such a what? that you got is what I want for the album. That's why I, I did it like that. Ooh. Love, Joy. If you had to counsel this couple, what would you <laughs> help would you say? That you know what that that make you want to slash some fucking tires because what you're not gonna do is waste my motherfucking time because that is something that I cannot get back and so for you to come right back at me talking about time to waste oh okay I got your time to waste okay yeah so so how mad do you have to be or what's the offense that calls for slashing the tires what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since you got time to waste. Since you got time to waste. Let's see how much time it's gonna take for you to leave this goddamn club with four ply tires. Let's oh. let's see that. Let's see how much what, time it's gonna take for. What the car for do? The car's not in there. I'm gonna Come say on. I've never had. I've never <laughs> had a violent response. So he just said, "Oh, you feel like I'm wasting your time? Well, I'm gonna waste it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right." No, no, but but look, 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 look. it's not meant for that. It's not meant for that. It's saying that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is, (laughs) it's saying that I'm gonna be with you forever, right? So I got time to wait. No, you don't. No, you don't. Let me tell you something. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm talking about. That thought process right there, you thinking you're gonna double back, by the time you double back, when you go out here and waste time because you think Uh, you got to come back to me, will no longer be available. No longer. Mm. Well, in theory, in theory, the woman is wasting time because you're leaving me when we could just work it out. We could uh, just if we could have worked it out, it would have been worked out. Okay, that's that's but what you. No. You're no. wasting time by going through this back and forth that we doing. Let's just skip the back and forth and, and make it make up. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, uh-uh. What are we breaking up for? You tell. Hey, you tell me. Oh, you know the reason. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't play. Oh, you so, know. What's the number one reason that that people break up? Is it money? Is it sex? What's the number one reason? Lies, lies. Because somebody somewhere lied about something. Hmm. I guess Terry yeah. was right. Where she's like, you got to keep it one hundred. You can't. You got to be honest with her and honest with yourself. Yeah, and I think the one of the, and I'm not even about to get started on this, I've been counseling a whole lot of couples lately, so it's just a lot in my head right now. And one of the number one things, I think people just need to learn how to be honest with themselves. I think that that is a huge, that's a huge thing, and it's a, it's a big, big piece of the puzzle. You don't want, you nobody else can hold you accountable because you're not even telling the truth to yourself. Exactly. Mm. And I think that's why it makes it so easy for people to stay around in something that they're in a relationship is because they are not as uncomfortable as they should be with the situation because they're not truthful as they should be with the situation. All right. Uh, yo, CLD, take us to number three. 
So this, <laughs> well, this is you had to have number, number four. <laughs> so I'm not giving you four. I'm giving you number three. Okay, four, five, six, and seven are eight, nine, seven. Okay, four, five, six, and seven are all at the party, right? So you guys break up. Y'all went through y'all pregame of talking to y'all friends like, forget that girl, forget that nigga. We gonna have fun tonight, and we at the party. So yeah. that, that whole middle of the section is straight lit, like straight niggas. That now there is one song called Black Enough that that just talks about being black enough. In, in, so in, hold in on, society. I want to I want to take this track by track. So we at the party. So what's the first track we getting from the party? The first track is is Minute, I, and I know that we have three songs back to back that references time, life, and time. But the first track. So is the, the party next song is, is called Minute. Right. So okay, the, break down Minute for us. The premise of Minute, Minute was the first song that was made for this project. I made that like a year ago almost. But in the hook, I say that she say that I'm wasting her time. I told her ass, give me a minute. And this is... <laughs> <laughs> you are trying to make people fight. You're not even through the album. <laughs> but... But the premise of it is like, you know how a nigga done made you mad and you like, I right, bet we going out. Like she think I'm I'm wasting her time before. We going out tonight. Like I'm not even give me a minute and we gonna see who wasting who time. Like turn up. Oh, so you wanna play games. Right. You wanna play games. But you broke you up with me. Give you, broke give up you with a me. minute? Give you, you a minute? Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Lovejoy. Okay. Lovejoy, you start talking about the song or you're talking about history? <laughs> What what are you talking about right now? Love that boy? was that was I'm, history time. I'm just talking about these songs and I love it. I love it. I cannot wait to hear the Me actual either. content and the material and see what it actually um invokes in me, you know, um emotion wise. Because just hearing you talk about them, as soon as you said, Give me a minute, I I immediately felt like, No, fuck you. Like, no. <laughs> you, didn't we start off this project when I said you were wasting my time and now you, here we are two tracks later and you still talking about give me a minute? No, you don't have any more minutes, sir. Your time is up. So, Terry, I need some help. Terry, break this down for me because I'm not getting what that means, give me a minute. What is he really saying? Or what are you hearing if he says this to you? What are you He's hearing? He's trying to make me fight him and that's not something I do. Because if I've already <laughs> told you that we're in a relationship and I feel like you're not... When someone says you're wasting my time, that means obviously that you're not committed. Regardless of all the other stuff that can be worked through, that means there's some level of commitment you have not given, right? And mm -hmm. if, I, if I make this known to you, so I'm being truthful, I'm being 100%, I'm being honest and transparent, and you say, I understand that, that's also something I agree on and I want to work towards it, give me a minute, I'm sorry, time is up, okay? Because obviously I've given you in a lot of the time to get this into fruition and get it in place and start this process, but you keep overlooking it, talking about you want to keep playing games. You're trying to be in the streets and that's not where we are. By him mm. saying, give me time, or now he gonna say, "Give me a minute." <laughs> I'm sorry, your minutes are up. Okay, we are on zero. Damn, that's gonna be the next timer, hour. Your just, minutes are your up. Timer, your timer just went zero dot zero 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 one. Okay, this is where we are. So, that's, Frank, that's man, help me. us out from a from a homie standpoint. What are you trying to say when you say, "Give me a minute"? I'm gonna tell you the funniest thing about this song. I wrote this song prior to anything else on this album. So, this song literally. 
does not is not meant for any other song on the album. But in the premise of the story, it's you hanging out with your homeboys. Like she breaks up with me and she say I'm wasting her time. I hit my boy Larry Junior up and I say she say I'm wasting my time. Let's go to Magic City. I told her ass, give me a minute, and I'm really finna waste your time. How about that? Mm. Since that's how so you feel. So basically, it sounds like to me, you and your feelings, and because you hurt, you're going to try to share some of that hurt with her. Not Well, she's probably never going to know this what we did at this point tonight, but I just want to go out and turn up. Like, forget everything else. Tonight, we going out. We going to have fun. And it's for guys and girls. Mm-hmm, Everybody yeah, sure. has had those nights where it's like, we just turn another night. Forget it. Run it. Right. Okay. Everybody so what are you taking us after after a minute. But everybody hasn't had those nights turning up after you talk. We had this discussion, and I'm hoping that we're not at the same party after I told you this, and you had the nerve. <laughs> we one thousand percent at the same party. See? Okay. <laughs> I, I forgot to say too. At the end of time to waste, there's a snippet from Insecure. I'm not gonna say what snippet it is, but there is a snippet from Insecure at the end of the time to waste. I'm. Oh, I love it. Oh, I cannot wait. I freaking, I love it. And we're at the same party? We at the same party. No, it's okay. Because you try Wow. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Mm. All right. What's the next track? So the the next track is Bet She Throw It. It's it's, it's basically a twerk track. This track. No, don't dance. Don't dance. Okay, because you're missing the story. No, we want you to dance, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, so, make them bounce. So, look, for the next, two, the, next, the next two tracks, they don't have nothing to do with the story. These are legitimately just um, on because of because of litness. But no. bet for, for Terry, bet she throw it back samples. Bet she throw it back. Bet she throw it yes. back samples a, a crime mob song. Where somebody says I have thirty-two flavors of this bootylicious bubble gum, okay? Oh, thirty-two flavors of this bootylicious bubble gum. Yeah, he's trying to play with y'all. Don't tell me <laughs> not, this ain't got nothing to do with the story. You just said give you a minute. What you doing in that minute? Waiting for her to throw it back, sir? Please come on. <laughs> Who do you think you playing with? Don't even. Oh. Don't even oh, act like that's. Man. Or this isn't a part of the story. It is because that's exactly what you did with your time. Well, maybe, okay. maybe it sounds like it's a part of the story so, to so, me. So let's let's do this. Let's do this. If we if we creating a story, he comes to the party and she's throwing it back. Oh, oh, yeah. game changer. So I think I'm finna go to the party and turn the fuck up on her ass, and she already there, turning the fuck up. You want to know what I said? Turning the fuck up because we're always ahead. Yeah. Movie always makes me so mad when they're at the work event and he comes with the other girl 
Vivica goes over and make it known that she's like, I would have never, like, I would never have acknowledged him. I would have ignored him just like he ignored me. I wouldn't have gone over and said, what are you doing with her? That to me, let me tell you something. Do what you want over there. But this ignoring that I'm about to give you is going to hurt you and cut you deeper. You're going to be thinking the whole time, like, what she been done? Like, is somebody else? Why is she ignoring me like I don't exist? All of that's going to go through your mind. No facts. Because if you ignore me, I'm going to feel some type of way. Like, you're not going to ignore me, bro. Like, it's, it's not. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Paint a picture for me. What does you go to the party and you being ignored looks like? <laughs> from a girl perspective, you get nothing. You get nothing. Yeah, give me a girl perspective, then Craig, you give me, I have give walked, me the male perspective. I have literally saw my ex trying to get my attention from across. I have walked by him, not on purpose. I have walked by him, saw him right? But wait, right. no, no, no. Okay. So you go to a party and like guys standing, like they, they may not be in the mix, like on the outskirts. I was They're standing on the, the wall. I was going to the re- to the bathroom to the restroom with my friend. And I caught a glimpse of the face before I got there. So I prepared my I don't know you face before I got to him. I don't know you face. Yes. This is a death (laughs) stare into the abyss of nothingness. And nothing you can say or do will give me, make me give you attention. So I just kept going. And I don't care how many times I heard my name, touch on the arm, the follow to the bathroom. I do not know you. Went into the bathroom, came out. Do not know you. Do not know you. And what's the purpose of this? What what, what maturity are we using here? What, what, what's going on? Has, who said it has to be mature about knowing you? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. We're not Look, uh, Crank man, please help. Please help. So the I'm, moment we go to the party, it's, it's we see thing. our ex honey, we're going to ignore her. What I'm does biased, that look like? I'm biased in this conversation because... One, I've never ignored my ex. I don't really see the point of doing that. And two, mm. none of my exes ha- have ever ignored me. So mm. I I can't even say what I would do in that situation because I would be blown the fuck away. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> I might I'm, I might have to call a girl a female at that point. Female, <laughs> who, who the hell you ignoring? I'm not going to ignore you. I didn't made you a whole album. What the fuck wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna acknowledge me, female? <laughs> okay, wait. I'll ask this: Have each one of your relationships ended on good terms? No. Hell no. Like, like no, like y'all are, I'm saying y'all are each uh, is still cordial at least. No. 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 And no. you think I'm gonna speak to? You? What? I'm sorry. But it's, yeah, you one, right, it's speaking, don't speaking speak and ignoring me are two different things. You keep things. it pushing. Speaking me right. and ignoring me are two different things. You can give me one of these. You can give me one of them, you know, hey, you can give me one of them head nods and, and I understand what's happening. But like, if I come to you and I be like, hey, like, how you been? And you just keep walking. Wait a minute. Mm. Hold up. He <laughs> uh, weeps your ass back over here. Okay. <laughs> fuck wrong with you i don't think your founders will respect that okay speak to me we're gonna speak to each other so here's right. I'm, I'm, I'm with you i am so with you on that yes sir here's my thing. We, we need some therapy for the ignoring people yeah, but go ahead go ahead love joy uh, yeah well so here's my thing um <laughs> that that is for me that is the very one thing that you can do that will send me into like I see red. When I am ignored, 
all of the therapeutic skills and shit in my, my techniques. All that shit goes out of the window when I am ignored. And so because I don't like to be ignored, I don't make a practice of ignoring other people. So I, I would not, um, I wouldn't do that. I couldn't. I couldn't. Ignoring gets you shot, fool. I have a question. Yeah, it's, I can't. I can't. So when you go it. when you go out and there are guys in the presence, do you give all of them your attention? Um, I mean, I will give you something. I, I'm going to give you something. I'm gonna give you not a your smile. ex, not your ex, just a guy, a random guy. Yeah, just a random guy. You know, if he says, you know, hey, you know, hey, what's up? I'll be like, hey, and keep walking. You know, I'm not gonna completely ignore um i'm not going to completely ignore somebody especially if it was intentional and up close and personal i mean of course if you're yelling at me from across the club or yelling then i don't have to you know i don't have to acknowledge that with anything but what if you're right the gas in my station? Face, what if he what if he two pumps away and he's like hey 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 miss lady then i might smile or i might ignore him depending on how safe i feel Mm. You get that gas paid for you. Better you better acknowledge. Because <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I can pay for my own gas, and so um, <laughs> that is not. Um, mm. Yeah, not I mean, anything. but I'm 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 never I'm never in a position. I'm never trying to be rude. I think that ignoring people is rude. Mm. That's exactly my motive. Nah, bro, yeah. If you, if, you, if you were sucking my dick, you're not gonna ignore me. Is all I'm. Saying. <laughs> I, I know that's right. I know that's right. I know that's I mean, right. Because I'm have like, to you speak. wasn't saying that shit when you were sucking on this pussy. Like, right. you don't want me to you go in the club. Hey, look, and if I was, give, if I was giving you head, I, I got to speak. It's, it's, I got to, right. hey, how are you doing? You know, have a blessed day. Like, I at least <laughs> got to speak to you. I at least got to acknowledge so, so Terry, right. Terry, before right. we get to the next track, which is track six on my list, before we get to track six, <laughs> Um, does it matter if you with somebody else or not? It is track six, actually. No. What do you mean? Whether I'm gonna speak with him or not? Yeah. So if you with, no, no, okay. if you wish, if you with the next one, and you see the old one, do you ignore, or do, you, or does it not matter if you with somebody or not? You with the introductions? Oh, I don't care if I'm single. I'm not. I'm ignoring you. Period. If we're on bad terms. Mm. Um. This particular relationship ended on, on the only relationship that ended on these type of terms. So when I ignore you, it's for good. Um, I don't care how rude you think it is. You think about our last interaction, and then you'll know why you're being ignored. So, so Terry, what do you what what has to happen for you to be put into the ignore file? What what the hell happened? You disrespect me on any level. <laughs> we need we need more specifics. Did he nut on your forehead? Did not wipe it up? Did he leave his drawers in the kitchen? What on, on any level. You disrespect me on any level. The oxygen you breathe no longer exists to me. Like, I don't even breathe. So, oxygen you breathe no longer matters. I, I have a strong England that you would know that you're about to get ignored by Terry. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He knew he was going to get ignored. He just thought it was going to, like, because I was with everybody else, well, she going to speak today. Ha <laughs> ha. Sir, you better ask somebody, okay? It was bad mm. when your best friend got to go over them like, hey, bro, uh, she not going to fuck on, roll on out. But no, that's, I'm, that's cool. I'm just, it can be considered rude. That's probably my intention if I'm to the point of where I'm ignoring you. I don't think I meant it to be polite. 
I meant it for you to do to know that you don't exist to me. But I then also do not give um, attention in the club like that. So if I notice, unless I'm also into you, then I might give you some eye contact, but I don't speak to people trying to get my attention like that. It's not just to be rude in that aspect. It's a safety issue for me because I feel like in my experiences, if I give you a hey, that doesn't stop. You think that's a door open. Even though I keep trying to push past, hey, oh, no, thank you, none of that. Oh, I'm with somebody. None of that matters after you give them that hey. Once you give them that eye contact and hey, oh, no, thank you. No, that doesn't work. That hey says, I got a chance and I'm running with it for the rest of the night. And I don't want to deal with that. I will prefer to act like I don't see you trying to get my attention <laughs> over it from that side of the room. So I'm going to just look. All right. So we don't went through the first half of what's next. The uh, the latest and greatest album by Crank Man on Deck. You are uh, you out all over it. Uh, with Dr. Tiffany Lovejoy, uh, Terry Shawnee, your boy at Larry Jr. Funny. So we started with the what's next intro. We wasted no time. We had time to waste. We needed a minute. We let <laughs> she throw it back. That's where we are so far. Right. What's next? So, see, what's next goes with everything. Oh, pun intended. Um, <laughs> the next song is called Black Enough, right? So I'm, I'm going to be transparent with y'all. Black Enough was not supposed to be on the album. I had another song that was supposed to be on here, but it didn't get finished. So we ended up putting Black Enough. Black Enough is a lit song. The hook is lit, and then the verses are real African-American spiritual. Mm. Mm. Yo, could you play some? Play some of that shit for us, yo. I, 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 uh, play some. I, I want you to play some. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I play some at the end because I'm not by the computer. I'm, you know, I'm in my... I'm in my Zen mode at this point, but I'll tell you that the hook, the hook is. You ain't got that shit on your phone? I mean, nigga, okay. You feel the hook? The hook. But you got 5G? What the fuck? All right, anyway. Look, so the hook, in the hook, I say I switched my all white whip out because that bitch wasn't black enough. It's just, it's, it's a bunch of black shit. Like, I don't want no white shit. I want all black shit. Don't disrespect me by bringing me a white car. I want an all-black car. I want an all-black shirt, all-black chain. I want my kids to go to an all-black school. Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? See you. You know. Even though I didn't go to an all-black school, but it is what it is. <laughs> okay, PWI. Love, Joy, what, is it, what, what does it mean in 2020 to be black enough? Black enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think there's enough air for you in that car. Uh, you know, I, I don't like that question. Um, I, yeah, I don't know how I don't I don't know how to answer that question because it just seems real simplistic. I mean, I am black, and therefore I am black enough, regardless of how many layers there are to me. You know, I, we are all complex people, um, but because I am black. <laughs> I, I am black enough, regardless of what circle or what situation I'm in. Like, I don't, there's no need for anybody to question or, you know, denounce somebody's blackness because it's not to the level that you think somebody should be 
black, you know. But here I am, maybe about to get canceled again, 92. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> but, you we'll, know, we'll discuss that at another time. Let me jump we'll, in. We'll discuss that at a whole nother time. So, 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 Terry Sean, Terry Crews has, you know, been one of the brothers that's Terry been Cruz. pointed out. Nigga. Yeah, Terry Crews has been one of the brothers who's kind of been pointed out as not being black enough. Are you familiar with a few of his controversies, Terry Crews? I think it's more so that his responses always seem... Yeah, his responses always seem prompted at he like he has a white PR team. And let me tell you why I say that. Um, you would think that as a man of his culture, his stature, some of his experiences, his responses would be more so along the lines of black culture. And I can't say that your um, outlook completely and solely should be drenched in your culture, but mine personally is. I think <laughs> that he always stands on the thin line of making sure he can keep a job. And that means by not deeply indulging himself in black culture or black statements enough to where they want to cancel him. That's what I get from his check the box answers cardboard or sounds about white answers that he gives us. Uh, so, so so here's the deal. You know, maybe the first time we might have let him off the hook, but uh, he has at least three uh what do you call them? Transgressions, uh three fouls committed. And I think the first one we try to work with you. The second one you should have known better. By the third one, we gotta treat <laughs> we gotta believe who you say you are. Right. He's definitely not down for the culture. He's not black enough. No, I think he's trying to make sure that he can keep working. And I understand. I can't say I understand because I'm lying. If yeah, I don't understand. If you make me compromise myself to the point of where I have to give up who I am or not be truthful to who I am to get by or get, I don't want a part of it. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't care how much money it is. That's like soul selling to me. And that's something that I'm mm. not in. And so it let seems like. Let, let, me, let me come to you real quick. So you had a party with your man. I don't know if he's a uh, main boo thug boo or boo, I don't boo thug. I don't know what he is anymore. But you had a party. With the, I love with, you, with boo. the main squeeze, all right? And, you know, you guys having a good time. You on his arm, and he's approached by, um, looks like one of his colleagues. So they exchange pleasantries, and the guy takes his hand, and he squeezes main boo's balls right in front of you. And he says, I can't uh. wait for some of this. What do you expect main boo to do? Knock the shit out of him. That's not what Terry Crews did. He asked him to let his balls go. My balls go, bro. <laughs> Get off here. Get off. Tiffany, snap <laughs> out of it. Come on, Lovejoy, snap out of it. <laughs> You're buffering. I, I'm just trying to figure out my boo allowing somebody to grab his nuts. That's not going to happen. It's so not you really got nuts? Like main boo, you wouldn't. If you grab nuts, instantly swinging should commence immediately. It should be a reaction. 
Yeah. You grab, I swing. That's how that should work. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, Crank Man, give us wrap up what you really want your audience to get from listening to Black Enough. Black Enough is a, uh, you know, like when you listen to uh, Kendrick Lamar, we gonna be all right. Uh, Black yes. Enough is just a lit. You know, a lot of protesting and stuff was going on when when I came up with this track. So this is lit protest. We blacker than blackity black, black, black. You know, my skin is black, my hair is black, my shoes is black, the air is black. We come from Jesus is black. You know, I just want us to remember that we lit. We we are lit and black. We can be both at the same time. I can have fun and be black at the same time. Mm-hmm. So before we move to the next track, Terry Sean, can you be too black? I don't know if there's a such thing. Now so I you think don't know that, if there's such a thing you'll be overly black. I know there's bad connotation around being black. Like people try to label, oh, they're acting black or that's black, as in a bad connotation of being ignorant, ghetto, or too hood in their eyes. But pro black, I don't think you can ever be too pro black because we have a, a big deficit of it in the world. So my extraness need to seep over into as much as possible. So I don't think that's a such thing. Just because you're pro-black doesn't mean you're anti-white. So I don't think that there's there's a such thing as standing up for who you are, what you are, your culture enough because it's not seen enough. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not afraid to say all black lives. All no, we're not afraid to say black lives matter on all over. Uh, at, all. at all. Take us to uh, the next track. Track number seven, COD. So track number What's seven. What's next? Let me let me make sure we on the same page because you you on a different page. All right, track number seven is Candyland, and Candyland. Uh, my cousin, my blood cousin, is on that song. He was on the song Young and Reckless on Why Not, which is my most Memphis, song. right? Memphis, Memphis. 10. That's one of my favorite tracks. I feel like he kills it. I love that, it. That is the that is the number one played song from my last album. Is so, it? So it's it's an Al Capone. It's a it, you know, it's a say hello to my little friend, gangster ass track. He's a storyteller. He make you feel like you in the street selling drugs. But the end of that track is, is there's a skit at the end of the track where the main girl who says she don't want to waste no time sees mm. her ex at the party. Okay. And she's deciding to herself whether she's going to go talk to the ex or whether she wants to put herself in a position for the ex to come talk to her. Mm. So why would she do such a thing? Do we have, do we have well, undealt with feelings, regret? Where's she coming I, I, from? I think like Dr. Love said, women are always 10 steps ahead. So if she does that, that's because she wants to do that. I think that the guy in the situation has no recollection or understanding. He probably thinks that he's talking to Terry and she's just ignoring the fuck out of him. But he has no idea that she that she may want him to fucking come talk to her. So she's going to put herself in a situation to be talked to. And then that's when we transition to the, 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 the third quarter of the album. So break down the premise of yes. the third quarter. Yes. So, we, so this is the third quarter, Candyland. Candyland is right before the end of the album. Okay, so we still at the party, basically. Yeah, we still at the party. We still at the party. But this this point of view from the party is she wants him to recognize her. Yes. Or she's she doesn't know if she wants him to recognize her, but she's 
she sees him and she's debating with herself whether she should go talk to him or make him talk to her. So this is from a female perspective? The the song is from an the song is just a lit ass song. So okay. but the skit is from the female's perspective. Okay, I see. Because I really wanted him to see her and then think about all the possibilities. The reason why it was Oh, he did. He did. He did. He absolutely did. He did. He did. But it's not in this album. How about that? So, Terry, what did you hear? Break down for us in your own words what you heard Crank Man say. Or the next song song would show that he did see her. I'll say that. Uh, don't yeah. give it away. Don't give it away yet. We almost done. We're gonna hit. We're gonna handle eight, nine, or ten. I'm just saying. So, Lovejoy, what did you hear? What What did I hear? Yeah. What did you hear him say from Candyland? Um. I mean, well, my thought right now is that he always, <laughs> he always sees. He always sees. If you If you left a lasting impression at all, it could be a thousand women in the room, and he's going to see you. Um, so, yeah, and so I'm just like, ooh, Candyland. Okay, so now it's time for the whole bath. That's what I said. Now, now it's time for the whole bath. Because depending on my savage at the moment, depending on where my heart is, where my emotions lie, you know, I might take you out to the car and give you, like, this five-ass head for the last fucking time. Like it really depends on on, you on what I'm doing. head as the last thing. I'm not, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, what do you yeah. say? What do you say is the last thing? I said you would choose head as like the last yeah. thing. That's fucked up, though. No. Don't suck my soul out my dick and then. Uh, never talk. No, go ahead and do it. Head is always I, head good. Head to do it. <laughs> I, head is always good. But Terry, that. it seems like you were going a different direction. What direction would you drive in? I, that wouldn't be the last thing. That'd be, I, I would. That would be the one thing you gonna miss forever. I'm ne- you're forever? never. You're never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Now I'm not saying that we may not one last time, but you're not gonna get that part. That's the part you gonna be like, oh, who's about to be? Oh, she next. She not gonna. So you just gonna skip that part? Yes. You want to know why? Because I need a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, shit. (laughs) I love it. She just dropped the mic. She just dropped the mic. Mm. I want it in Candyland for her to be like in a section with her friends, with some guy friends and girlfriends. Nobody's really like too, too crowded in there and guys are not really on her, but you can see people around looking. I want him to see them see her and I want him to see her, but I want her to at least she don't see him. And then I want the song to drop. That's in my mind. That's what I painted the picture of in Candyland. See, it, it manu- the next track, the next track maneuvers from that. So before we go I to the next be track, standing on crank, man. Say that again, Terry. I want her to be standing at the top of the section, to like on the little, the back little part. So you're getting all, there's nothing distorting your view. <laughs> and she has a good time. So with that, Crank Man, my question for you is, Candyland, would you describe it as, wait a minute, am I making the right decision? Or is it more like closure so I can keep it pushing? Candyland is definitely not closure. Candyland is literally being at the same spot as your ex 
and you get that eye contact, you get that vibe. So, for example, bet she throw it back, she was dancing with a nigga. But in <laughs> Candyland, it's like, yo, like, like, what's up? Like, oh, are you serious? So you've ignored me at this point. Mm. I see you. You see me. Are you serious? Like, this what we doing? Okay. We have, I'm having fun. You having fun. But, like, no, nah, for real. Like, like what's up? <laughs> That's that painful shit right there. I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like that because that's that. That's the painful shit. Like, do I continue to throw it back at this party and maybe get some ass one of these random dudes up in here, or do I really? Am I really in my feelings? Am I about to go home and cry, or am I really like about to be out in the in the car talking to him about what we could have made right and we about to have some like makeup set? Like, it's it's just that point where you you don't know what the night is gonna look like. All right, CLD. Take us, take us to the next section. We need to know what's going to happen next. So so the next song, we, we really dive back into the, the story of the album. So she said, so she sees him and she's debating to herself whether she goes over there. So in the skit, you don't know if she goes over there or not, right? But the next song is called... I hope, the- so hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So... Introduce the, this. So now we're going into the last section of the album, are we? Yeah, not? This, this is the after party now. So this is the after party. Okay. So we at the after party now. Oh, she so, better not. Oh, she better not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so what's next? We had the after party. So, what, what happens next? So the 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 next song is called "To Whom to Make an Fun," and. The, the premise of the song is I'm not talking to any specific person, but what I say to whom it may concerns to whoever it means. The premise of the song is he's saying, I still love you, girl. I still want you, girl. There may be a voicemail in the middle of the song that is an actual real life voicemail mm. <laughs> from my life. Mm. That, is, that is the Drake moment. There is a phone call at the end of the song where the main singer calls the girl and you're kind of waiting to see if the girl picks up or not. Mm. But the premise of the song is I, to whom it may concern, it's like you standing on top of a bridge giving a speech and saying, hey, to whom it may concern, I still love you. I still want you. I still want to be with you. So what you got to say? Mm. And there it is. Terry Sean. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, mm-hmm. Lovejoy, you, you got to bounce on us? I do. Um, I'm for, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I do, because it's, he has to go drop his daughter off, so then I would be standing outside in the dark kind of trying to talk to y'all. Um, yeah, I don't know how that's that. going to work. We don't want that. Yeah, we don't want that at all. So, Lovejoy, if you had to tell your friends about what's next, what would you tell them? Uh, I would tell them to definitely listen. I can, I, I literally cannot wait to hear it. I'm so glad that we kind of went through everything um, through each of the song titles and, and everything like that. I cannot wait to hear it to see if everything that I was feeling while listening to him talk about it is what I'm going to feel when I hear it. And then to so, see how it, so how it ends up. I could put a challenge out there to you? Sure. We could we could uh possibly get together on a listening party. I think that would be great. Yeah, listening party. 
featuring what's next, your friends, so that everybody could listen and discuss what they hear. I think that would be great. July 10th. Invite all of us to it so that we can all enjoy it. We'll see how many people we can invite. July 15th. I won't be back in town. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like we're going to be face-to-face anyway. So it don't matter where you are. He said July 15th. Hey, hey, I'm going to do July 10th is when What's Next drops. Okay, gotcha. Okay. I'm gonna do an Instagram live and I and I want everybody to be a part of it. So we gotta figure out how we're gonna do it, but we'll make it happen. Oh, that'll be dope. Yes, that'll be dope. That'll be dope. I'm sorry, I gotta leave, y'all. I'm so sorry. I gotta leave, but this is what happens, you know, um, in the midst of of summertime happening. Well, we'll try to hold it down. We know that you we uh we're going to try to hold it down for you, but we know there's no holding it down like you hold it down from the front and the back. So we will see you <laughs> next week. Right, have fun out there. Bye. <laughs> Later. Later. All right, Terry, give us your uh, POV on uh, to whom it may concern. I'm ready to, to discuss this, just like we have um, very <laughs> different debates about other things, because I want them to know how mad I am about these songs I ain't listened to yet. Um, <laughs> just the story I'm I'm big into story building as a writer and um, you know as a creator when you put a good story piece out there that makes people think that strikes conversation and invoke emotion I think that you're doing exactly what you should be doing so I mean, I'm super excited about it but I am ready to discuss this I'm already I'm about to start my little group let me tell you about AP album that he got <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm already over here waiting to let me tell you what he said right here. Okay. What did he I don't got upset. Like these are mm. these are old emotions, but just based off of the topic. So I'm excited to hear them and to get everybody to listen to them and get their feedback on them. Because I think he already has me thinking about my uh my point of view on this argument before it even starts. So I'm excited so- to support. So Terry, when when you hear the word X, does it make you think of one X or all X's? Um, I typically go to the most recent, and I hate mm-hmm. when you have because when you have discussions and you like my X, and you keep saying it, they're like, dang, how many X's? I only have three. I only have three, but I typically default to the last one. And if you ask me, I've been single all my life. So until I'm married, I've been uh, <laughs> until mm-hmm. I'm married, I have been single my entire life. So I really don't have an X. Um, but, uh, depending on the topic, if it's something specific, then I'll say it's towards a, a specific ex. So this, this particular person who know who they are, um, I did ignore them on purpose. So that's what you're listening. And I hope you follow all over so that you can really know. (laughs) No, I want you can get ignored on all platforms. (laughs) (laughs) The whole world, I don't want to hear this particular podcast because I don't want to be contacted. So everybody else don't contact or else we will file charges. But if you listening, we not paying attention to you. FIFO, <laughs> produce extraordinaire. If you want to jump on, bro, you feel free to. Crank man on deck. We got two tracks left. What's next? What's next? So the next song after that is Rider, right? So you go from I, I art- already love it. Rider is my favorite song. I've already <laughs> made my mind up. I think I think it this is be. it. So, Rider is probably the most R and B song on the album. It's a duet. Um, this is my first duet that I've written and produced. You know, 
I think that so you go from the party to where she says, I don't know if I should go over and speak to this nigga. We go to To Whom It May Concerns where he pours out his heart and says, I love you, you know, and I want to be with you. Then we go to Ryder, which is a sexual song. You know, I'm tired. I want you to come up inside. I want you to come and ride. You know, I want you to come ride all that. So it's a duet. And it's a sexual. Tell us about the people who's doing a duet. So I got my girl, Sydney Cheyenne. She was, she dropped the album called Spring Clean. She dropped that this year. I produced like four songs on that album. Then we got my boy, Sammy Cocas, who was- Hold on, hold on. Before we go, I love Sammy. Sammy's from the first joint, right? Yeah. From complicated. Yeah, now Sammy's my man. I used to have a with a wrist of gold. Ain't that that boy? No, that's not that, that's not him. But he. Oh, he, that's my he man. He was right around. He was right around there. But so that, tell me, give me, give me a little quick thirty second bio about Sydney. What's Sydney's name? Sydney Cheyenne. Tell me, talk to me about Sydney Cheyenne. So quick bio, Sydney Cheyenne, my brother that I grew up with, and we started making beats together. Twan Beats. Uh, his girl is Sydney Cheyenne. She's a singer. She's been working on music for years. The biggest thing, like I said, is spring cleaning. I produced three or four songs on that album. I'm rapping on her album as well. So she convinced me to rap, which is crazy. It's not easy to do that, but she convinced me to rap. Yeah, Sammy, I couldn't even do that. Look, if <laughs> I knew y'all were dropping out here. <laughs> you should have told me I was dropping the mixtape. I would have dropped some bars, you know? So you got Cindy Cheyenne, she's your fam's girl. You on her joint, so you put her on your joint. So yeah. you gonna pick anybody? Why her? Um, re- trust and relationship. Mm. I believe. Yeah, I could have picked anybody, but I believe in a family and I believe in a group. I think that I I know that I'll be successful one day. And when I want to write a TV show and I want to write a movie, I'm gonna come to Terry. When I want to mm. do a stand-up special, I'm gonna come to Larry Junior. It's just that simple. I'm not, I'm not going to nobody else but my family. There it is. Tell us about the homie, Sammy. Sammy, I met his so it it it, it the the occupation that pays majority of my my dollars. I met his <laughs> father. I met his father in in Virginia. I met his father, and he said, "Yo, you make beats, my son sings." Crazy thing, he gave me his son's Instagram. You know, I'm like, all right, I know your son sings. I get home to Atlanta, I look at his Instagram and I DM him. And that's how we we got together. So for To Whom It May Concerns, he comes to Atlanta and we record the song together. So for me, it did come right after I broke up with, I was, I was broken up with in my relationship, but he was in the same position. So I mm. I never physically said that this is the song we're gonna write, but it just kind of happened naturally. Mm. So mm. what's your writing process? Talk to us about what your writing process looks like. For me, I you know it's gonna sound very corny and, and very spiritual, but whatever God gives me, you know, I make a beat. I you know you know the people can't see the studio, but the studio is kind of dark right now. I put my headphones on and I just rap. You know, whatever the Lord gives me is what I write. I think I'm blessed, you know, on 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 a on a basic level, produced by COD means produced by Crank Man on Deck. But on a spiritual level, it means creator of divine visions. You know, I don't have to be mm. in there, but creator mm. of divine visions. 
So I think I think I have the ability and the strength to see visions that other people around me don't see. And 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 that's what I do. So when I'm writing music, I'm able to tap into that that spiritual and emotional place that I think that a lot of people don't really want to tap into. Terry Sean, you had to sum that up for your for your your Woo! peoples. How would you sum it up? Over here, feeling like I'm interested in hearing this story because I want to know in this duet if they're on the same page or they're both being transparent or is she just responding or is he just responding to one because you can do that in a duet. One person can be pouring out their emotions and you can kind of like push off, but are they both pouring out of their emotions? So I'm interested in hearing this story behind this song. Especially because it came from two real places, so Ugh. I don't, I don't know. Did, did her part of the story come from her emotions, or did she write off of you guys' side? So, so I'll say this: I wrote the hook to the song, but I didn't write the verses. And when both of the Sydney and and Sammy were recording the verses, they didn't really know that each other would be on the song, but they knew mm. what the idea was about. Um, these, the verses came from them. So I can only write so much from a woman's perspective. Mm -hmm. She really, she really wrote the woman's perspective. They're both vulnerable. So at the end of Candyland, she's, no, 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 no. At the end of To Whom It May Concern, there's a phone call. And she answers the phone call at the end of To Whom It May Concerns. Then on Ryder, you hear his portion. Hey, where you at? I want to pull up tonight. What you got going on? So you see her saying her portion. The whole song is her saying her portion. And the second half of the song is him saying his portion. Then the latter half is them duetting together. FIFO. Mm. When you pull up, when you when you ask if you could pull up, is that the same thing as if you could slide in? Is that basically what you're saying? <laughs> I think it's all about it's all about your mental state. You know, for for somebody like me, I'm intentional. So if I'm pulling up, I'm pulling in. Does it matter what time? Or it doesn't matter what time. That's shirt worthy. That's shirt worthy right there. If I'm pulling up, I'm pulling I'm in. Pulling in. You feel? Oh my gosh. Um, time of day doesn't really matter, honestly. Um, but it depends Wait on like you know. So you pull up at six, you pull up at nine, you pull up at twelve, you pull up at two. All that's the same. Yeah, <laughs> all that's the same because because at the end of the day, I may not get it right here at this moment, but the intent that that's what the intent is. See, that's why we don't answer those text messages. <laughs> Can I pull up? No. What See, you doing? And then try to act like the pull up don't mean that. I'm just trying to pull up. No, you're not. Go pull up on Jesus. My dad. How about that? Oh, Go not ahead. Jesus. I'm trying to have a applause <laughs> tonight. I'm trying to do a stand up show. Tonight. I'm just saying, when someone's <sighs> in there and they're trying to get to know you, they try to use that. Hey, what you doing? Oh, nothing. Just chilling in the house. Hey, let me pull up. No, no. Are you act like I'm trying to? I know what you're trying to do. You want to know why? Because FIFO told me. <laughs> that when you say <laughs> people say when you say you pull <laughs> you pulling up you trying to pull in that's all I need to know those are facts Crank Man on deck what's next we got an intro oh. we waste no time we got time to waste we got a minute bet she throw it back 
who's black enough. We go to Candyland to whom we make a star. She's a writer. How are we closing the show? What's the finale, baby? So the f- finale, which may or may not be a um, a reference to the third album, is called Is There More? It's featuring my guy Kill Bill Sack. So the concept of Is There More is I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into my personal life. My father has always taught me about music. Cool in the Gang, Summer Madness, you know what I'm saying, uh, Santana, played by Maria, all that, you know, played by Carlos Santana. He's always listen, He's always let me listen to music. So the finale of the album has no artist on it. Mm. It's instrumental. It's music the whole way through. Mm. My man Kill Bill Sax plays the saxophone over a beat that I produced. And the ending of the song is straight musical, guitar, saxophones, trumpets. It's, it's, it's a musical. I wanted to show people that, like, I don't just write rap songs. Like, I really have a musical ear. But the concept of it for the story is this. We're mad. We get back together. Ryder, we get, get, get back together. So after we wake up in that morning, I think we've all been in a situation of, is there more? Like, what's, like what's next after we, we make love to each other again if we don't know we're still in love? Mm-hmm. That's deep. How long is the track? That track is, I want to say maybe four minutes. Mm. Probably this the longest some... track on the album. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Terry, what's your favorite instrumental and why? Um, my favorite instrumental, I'm trying to think of what it is right now because I used to study to it in college. And it's a very long song. It's like eight or ten minutes. Oh, my God. What is the name of it? It just sounds like balls and chains going back and forth. Hold on. Let me see if I can look it up. Balls and chains going back and forth. I already love it. I mean, that's what's, your favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite instrumental? Um, it's not really an instrumental like that. We talked about it. Uh, I want to say it's probably on the last podcast before probably this one will come out. But Spodioti. Even though it's more mm. like a spoken word, but it's more like everybody loves it because of the Spodioti, dope delicious, boy. Spodioti, so that's it. What that's podcast it you talking about, FIFO? Yeah. FIFO, give the people yeah. some info about who the hell you are and what you all about. Um, I am one fifth of Dead End Hip Hop. Um, also the executive producer of this lovely podcast. Uh, I and Larry and AP kind of put this this thing together. Um, there were other iterations, but I think that this is going to be the most successful iteration of all of you it. You think? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, uh, shit, what else do I do? Uh, I work, I grind, I love my family, uh, I love cars. You, know you get a haircut so, in a pandemic? Huh? <laughs> you get a haircut in a pandemic, nigga? Hey, man, look, I cut my own hair. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, respect. Hey, Hey, people talk about Jamaicans having like five, six jobs. They don't know about them Cubans, boy. Hello, Cubano. Hello, Cubano. So, Terry, while we waiting for you to get your track ready, CLD, you always black enough. I want, I want the people to get a little sample. I need Look, that black enough. I, I, I let them get off. a little sample, but I, I want to say that my favorite. I really need to find this song. I love this song. I can't think my, of what it's My favorite instrumental of all time is Summer Madness. I will always respect that. 
my favorite, one of my top five favorite favorite hip hop songs of all time is Jazzy Jeff, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince Summertime. I think that's I think that's one of the top ten best hip hop songs of all time. Ooh, that's Period. strong. That's Period. strong. That's I, period, bro. I'm, I promise you, period, bro. When you look at production, when you look at mixing, engineering, bro, that song is amazing. That's the song I refuse to sample because I, I it's, it's amazing, you know. But, but for my, for my life, my father made me sit down and listen to Cool in the Gang, so I had to respect it. That's all I'm gonna say. That's strong, Terry. We got that track. No, hold on. I'm texting someone. So my favorite instrumental, I got a lot. I got to give a shout out to Barry White and Love Unlimited Orchestra. They have a lot of nice, strong jams, but I got to go with the Art of Making Love. If you guys haven't heard Ooh, the instrumental, the Art of Making Love. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Okay, that's the song. That's what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, do yourself and your partner the favor and put that on with a little bit of yak. Thank you later. To whom it may concern. That's, 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 but that's I know what's gonna happen next. That's top ten too. No cap. No that's cap. I used to study to that in college. What'd you say? That's the one I'm talking about. I used to study to that in college. Oh yeah, you were studying to the right thing. That's why you smart. See, I knew it was something about you, and it was the art of making love. That's what it was. You said, you said Barry White. Yeah, now Barry White didn't do that, but I had to give my honorable mention because Barry White and Love Unlimited, his orchestra has produced some awesome instrumental tracks. Eight, nine, 12 minute jams. Barry White, Love Unlimited Orchestra. Actually, actually, Daddy, about the Love Unlimited Orchestra. I'm looking, I'm, looking for the art of, I'm looking for the art of making love because that was a Listen, real one. Now, the art of making love is not Barry, but it'll get the Barry White job done, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Very strong. So, FIFO, you've been listening to the whole show, man. What's the what's the thing you're gonna take away the most from uh, um from the, from this episode, from this podcast, from what's next? Crank Man on deck, second jam on. Um, something I kind of already knew about music, but it, I think it's just it's always interesting to hear the perspective from the artists themselves, um, and that's just that music always comes from a place of kind of it's a representation of self and kind of like where you are so it's just interesting to kind of know like if you listen to the podcast that you know cod has gone through a breakup and unintentionally that's kind of where his music is gone um you know but that's where he is it's where he is you know and i and i think that at the end of the day when you're tapped into your creative flow it's just, it's just how you feel, you know, Larry, me and you talked about it a little bit earlier, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of like where I am personally and stuff, you know, like when, when, when things ain't how they're supposed to be, you know, it can either be a positive or it could be a detriment, you know, or, and if it is a detriment, how can you turn it into a positive? And I mm-hmm. think that that's what COD has done. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm just, I'm real interested to, to listen to. And I even texted him. I said, yo, man, I really like the marketing strategy um, that he was doing on IG. Um, you know, kind of what we kind of did a little bit here on the podcast, just breaking everything down. But, you know, first person perspective, people always want to know that, um, you know, so I, I think, I think it's dope, man. I think, I think what all over it's doing is dope. I think what uh, COD is doing with his music is dope, even though he still ain't give me that credit for that first project. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> uh, 
before we go there to, to end with Craig Man on deck, Terry Sean, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can I put you on the spot? I'm listening. Is Craig Man going to get back with this girl or what? Uh, so it's like an insecure plot right now, okay? Facts. They have to go through through their individual growing phases enough to decide whether or not they want to get together. And that has to happen on both sides. And I'm hoping it don't happen just like Insecure. You know, don't need no no hiccups. But no babies. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like when you are when you break up with someone that you may potentially get back together. If you don't do enough growing in that breakup phase, then you're just going to repeat the same cycle. But if you interact with enough things, I won't say people because it doesn't always have to be a person, but enough things in life in between that time frame, then it will tell you if that person was who you're supposed to be with or not. And there's sometimes you have to break up to do those, go through that growing phase to get back together. I think that somebody out of the two want that to happen will it happen <laughs> only time will tell that was awesome that was candy awesome Terry, showing. i want a candy land too but i want it from a different perspective we'll talk um uh-oh uh-oh collabo i said collabo coming i want to put out there that um I, I can't be more proud of somebody than i am a crank man you know during 2020 the year like no other for you to be able to find the focus, the drive, and the motivation to get this project done says a lot about who you are as a man, who you are as an artist. And I, for one, sir, salute you for being top of the food chain in both categories. Um, I already know Ryder's going to be my favorite, but I'm going to listen to all of them. Don't listen to all of them. <laughs> Full disclosure, I haven't heard any yet, but I already knew. I knew on the last track it was going to be my joint, and I know on this one was going to be my joint. Um, so I just want to say, man, keep doing what you're doing. The culture needs, the culture needs this. Um, the world needs this. To be able to show what you have inside makes you unique and will motivate somebody else to show what's inside of them. So keep doing what you're doing. What's next? Greatness. That's just what I see. Um, can we please get a little black enough? Can we please get a little little something something? Can we go black enough? Hello, hello, let, me, let me let me let me go to the uh before I play uh black is that the out of all the songs that's what you want to snippet of black enough? That's yeah, what, that's the one I want to snippet of black enough. Snippet of something else, but we'll I'll settle for black enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. I I think I think we can put we could I can I give you a snippet of a rider? Can I at least do rider? Let's do it. Uh, I gotta get the black enough. I gotta get the black enough. I want the full yeah. ride when I get the ride. Well, well, so I, I want I to say be this. Before, before I play black enough, I want to say this. I, I think that you guys should not. I'm I'm not a, an emotional person, and I don't I don't really you know. I guess I don't hit you guys up as much as you know. I think about you guys, but genuinely making this album, I thought about you guys every step of the way, right? So, you know, I don't want to. You know, I've thought about sending Terry a song, but I'm like, ah, you know, Terry, she she creative like like me, so I don't want to send no bullshit to her. You know? <laughs> even, even with Larry, so I, I do appreciate y'all and, and, and what I'm doing. I appreciate the support. I appreciate y'all for even taking the time out to do a whole episode about my album, even though I wouldn't have even done a whole episode about my album. 
I love y'all and I appreciate y'all for what y'all do. Right. I'm excited. Oh, I can't wait. About to have so many debates off this album. I can feel it. Which, I mean, you guys have given me more inspiration than y'all know just having this conversation. And, and the fact that you guys. Okay, 1792. Okay, 92. <laughs> But but the fact that you guys understand what I was trying to do with the album and get the storyline about it is is a major thing to me. So I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll play a little black enough. Let's get a little black enough on. Hold up. My rap voice finna come in. That's my rap voice. LL Kuzey. This is an exclusive, black enough. You heard it first, all over the podcast. Swirl saw. I can't bag it up. I swear I can't go out the top because ain't no capping us. I just switched the all white whip out because that bitch went black enough. Okay, then bag it up. So much money took off in this stuff. I can't bag it up. That's where I can't go out the top because ain't no capping up. I just switched up my white whip out because that bitch was black and up. That's it, that's it, that's it. That's all I got. Terry Sean. What's in here, Terry Sean? He's teasing us. I'm over here ready to be like, all right, all right. I was waiting for it to drop. I felt like right. he was, I'm he over was here. teasing up and it was going to drop for us. <laughs> okay, so in my storyline, I was getting ready for a Black Panther uh, meeting, just so, just so you're clear. It, it, it'll get there in the verse. It'll get there in the <laughs> verse. You said you're getting, I'm getting black enough. I'm getting dressed. It was like, for me, because I told you, you know how I paint. In my head, everything is a story. I was leaving my nine to five, going home, taking off that that. <laughs> that white face and put it on with a need for this Black Panther part, um, uh, meeting I'm about to go to. But that's just me. You know? I'm FIFA, what you hear? Well, off of that track? Yeah. Man, I need more. I, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to turn up to that <laughs> shit right there, man. You want to hear what's next? What'd you say? What? <laughs> 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 that's what's up. Well, you heard it first. So for Dr. Tiffany Lovejoy, Crank Man on Deck, the next one, another one. Uh, Terry Sean, tell us what you are. How do you you phrase it? What are you over? What am I over? I'm over uh, Young COD not giving me enough theme song to get dressed. dressed. I'm hype over here. I'm going to show you I'm black enough. I I feel that one in my soul, okay? Because I'm over people making the movements that we're going through today a skin color thing um and i guess one of the second topics that i would bring up is that i'm really over society trying to start a sexual identity war i think that we're moving from black and white things to sexual identity things just like i feel like white people remove black people from history i feel like certain communities are trying to remove heterosexual people and replace them. Mm. House. But you know, that's for another time. You know? I'm over mm. there. Damn. That was a little deep. Drop the mic. But once again, uh, FIFO, thank you for uh, producing and jumping in. We appreciate you. Tell the people where they can find you. Man, FIFO 24-7 everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Social media, uh, YouTube it, Google it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to pop up. 
That's what's up. Well, we appreciate you. I got it on your shit, people. I was gonna say that's the that's the video. Hey, look, man. Hey, look, look. Oh, you broke, nigga. And that's the Diddy of podcast right there. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be the Diddy podcast. Look, when you grind hard for 10 years in, in, in the independent black entertainment grind, you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Can you? Nobody can tell me nothing, goddammit. I'm, I'm, I'm out. We out here. Dead end hip hop, dead end studios, all of that. If it's dead end, you know where it's at. I give shit you know two chains. I give shit two chains. CLT, take us out, man. Tell the people your 30 seconds why they need to go ahead and cop Look. that what's next. July 10th. July 15th. Uh, July or July 15th. Whatever. <laughs> the the uh, pre-order will start July 8th, but cop it. I think I think I'm an under I, I think I'm an underground artist that doesn't have anything to lose, right? So I don't have to, you know, being to a label, I don't have to write songs for other people. I'm a genuine ass nigga that just wants y'all to listen to his music, you know. So listen, listen to what's next. Everybody's been in that that position, and I think I love this podcast because everybody on here is a dreamer and that has something that they want to do. So fuck with the podcast, fuck with Young CLD, fuck with everybody on the podcast. I think if you don't fuck with us now in ten years, you're gonna wish you did. Oh, mm. that. For Dr. Lovejoy, Terry Sean, Crank Man on Deck, Diary Do You Funny, we are all over it. What's next? Crank Man on Deck.